Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello there, and welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to talk about this one thing that will make all of your dreams come true. (laughs) Okay, maybe not all your dreams come true, but all of your business goals come true. Now, that sounds like a really big statement. And the answer is because it's that simple, right? So how do we make all of your business goals come true? Let's start by you don't ever stop, right? Whatever, Whatever it is you want, How can I guarantee to you and you can guarantee to you, I can't actually, you can only guarantee it to you, but the only way you can guarantee to yourself that you will create that result is the willingness to keep going. That's it. The willingness to keep going. And I like phrasing it with the word willingness because even in the face of not getting what we want, even in the face of watching our own selves behave oddly, even in the face of feeling terrible, whatever, you can have a willingness to keep going. Now, there is one other piece of this that makes it a little simpler, and I want to make sure I explain it because I don't want this to like float out there as an assumption. But what makes continuing to go towards this goal you want easier? And it is having very few pieces of it all. So if I give you an example of this, it's like you are going to have possibly a general idea of where you want to take your business in the next five years. Now, it's, it's just kind of a loose idea in your mind of like, oh, yeah, that's possible. As long as I keep like lining things up, that's where I'm going. I might adjust it or I might not. I might adjust it lower or higher. Both are possible, right? But I'm never thinking about that longer term goal as something that I'm like giving a lot of attention to, but it's like, it's something you're, you want to be aware of and have in your mind. And then we back it up. And some of you I know are like hyper-focused on your goal for the year. I'm actually not even hyper-focused on that, right? I have this sense of awareness of like, oh yeah, this is what I want. This is what I'm creating. I'm bringing it into my mind. I'm reminding myself and I, right? Myself and I, that that's what we're working on. But I've already determined the pieces of it even that are going to make it possible. And so then that's what I kind of focus on when it comes to having very few goals. It's this willingness to say, here's how I think it's going to happen. But even if that doesn't work, I'm going to keep moving towards it. I'm going to focus on the result that I want until I have it. It doesn't matter how long it takes and it doesn't matter all the ways I try that don't work. I'm going to keep going until I have it. Now, when you think about in your business, what is something that you would set that goal for? If you are um, launching a group program, you might just decide, right? I'm going to have this many people and I'm not going to stop until it's done. If you have a number of clients that is fully booked for you, whatever that number is, it doesn't matter. But it's this sense that it's like, it doesn't matter if I didn't hit it this month or by the end of the year. Because no matter what, I'm willing to keep going until I hit it. You hear that? It's the willingness to keep going until it's done. 
because nothing magically like drifts away. You're not going to get to the end of the year, although clients will like, like quit coaching with you. And so maybe right now you have six paying clients and your goal is to have 15 by the end of December, right? And maybe you get to the end of December and uh, two people didn't choose to renew and you signed three more. Oh my gosh, I'm making this math really awful for my own self. <laughs> but right, like let's just say that you signed clients, but you didn't hit the goal of having 15 by December 31st, right? It doesn't matter. Guess what you do on January 1st? You readjust to, I decided I'm going to have 15 clients at once and I'm willing to keep going until it's done, right? It's like you just you just keep going towards it. I'm willing to keep going until it's done. You don't set a different goal. I see this a lot. They're like, well, I mean, I didn't hit my goal, so I should clearly uh, up the ante or I should lower it or I should change it entirely. I should switch from clients to money or I should change my offer or I should add on 12 new social media platforms or I better go take this course on how to do public speaking because clearly what I'm doing, right? Like what do you do? You change everything. No, right? That's not what we're doing. We're changing nothing except you. We change you when you don't get the result you want. And you change it from that willingness to keep going. You don't need to change the goal. The goal is not the reason you didn't hit it. It was you. It wasn't how many times you posted on social media, right? Although your brain might be a reflection of that. It wasn't because Facebook doesn't work or Instagram doesn't work. No, it was your thoughts. It was your mind that needed adjusted. So you don't have to switch social media platforms because it's not working, right? That's what usually is being driven when somebody isn't willing to keep going and they keep changing the target or all the variables of it. It's typically being driven from this sense of inadequate, urgent, afraid, and then they mask it with things that are like, like you, they think it's useful, like, oh, I'm being really productive and I'm being really like determined and committed and they mask all their changes under excuses. So why am I bringing any of this up? The willingness to keep going. I was thinking about this today because I was thinking about this podcast and I have missed releasing an episode like two or three weeks now. And I feel so uncomfortable with that. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable every week that it has gone by that I have not delivered something to you. And it's not because I planned this. It's not like I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to take some time off. I won't tell them. I'm just not going to release one. And I'm over here like in this really great mental space. No, that's not what's happening. <laughs> and so when I think about creating an episode for you, one of the things my mind was trying to comfort me with was a hundred episodes from now, nobody's going to know. And my own thought to my own self was, I want them to know. I want you to know that I've missed two or three episodes and that I feel very uncomfortable with that and that this is part of the game of building your business and that this in fact is even why I know I will win. <laughs> Who am I playing against? Who's the other competitor? It's me. <laughs> I'm winning against me, right? I'm not competing against any of you guys. I'm competing against me. I'm competing against my ability to manage my own mind, to show up and create the results that I want intentionally, to allow all the, the, the default emotions and thoughts, to see them, to remember that they're separate from me, to remember that I want something different than I've ever created before, 
and to drive myself with that wanting. And so when I think about why I feel uncomfortable, I don't feel uncomfortable because I haven't released an episode. I feel uncomfortable because I'm thinking that I'm failing. I feel uh, an, an urgency when I start to think I need to record something And then I do, and then I judge that something, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was weird. (laughs) What was I even thinking? That doesn't make any sense. I may have recorded something and then thought those exact thoughts. (laughs) Or I feel inadequate when I think, "Mm, this is an example of my mind, and I'm showing them that I'm not someone they should learn from, right? And so it's like, I've missed these episodes, and what I know about myself, though, is that my willingness to keep going is what makes me win the long game. And it's the same for you. It doesn't matter if you've missed two or three podcast episodes. It doesn't matter if you stop posting on social media. It doesn't matter if you stopped running ads. It doesn't matter that you stopped emailing your list or that you do it inconsistently. That's right. That's a thought I hear so often is I didn't, I don't do it consistently. Or, you know, the flip side of you guys who are like, no, I'm doing it all really consistently and it's not working. Yeah, <laughs> that's awful too. I hear you. But when I think about the podcast, even though I feel that discomfort, I mean, so uncomfortable, oh my gosh, that urgency and that inadequacy, I also (laughs) think I am never going to stop podcasting, right? That is a thought that I just believe inside of me. I'm never going to stop. The other thought I was writing is, is like, even if I didn't, right, even if I didn't record a podcast and release it to you guys, it doesn't mean I can't. Even if I didn't, it doesn't mean I can't. And that thought right there just reminds me that it's like, yeah, there's everything I've ever done in the past. And there's all the thoughts that created that. And then there's me in this moment. And this would be a different thought, but it's like, this is the only moment that I get to use. It's the only moment you get to use. It's all we're promised. And in this moment, we can use to think it, we can use it to think on purpose about our past. We can use it to think on purpose about our future. And we can use it to show up and create more of what we want. The other thought that I had when it comes to the podcast, right? Like even in the face of a circumstance, like two or three episodes not released, I have a thought, which is I am willing for someone to stop following me, to hear this and be like, oh, she's not going to release an episode. Mm, Done. Right. I'm willing for someone to stop following me because of this. And I'm willing to keep showing up and serving those who want my flavor. And this thought is it's like it pulls me out and it reminds me that I'm serving so many more people than just the ones here, right? It's allowing that space where it's like some people will judge me. My worst thoughts about myself, someone else is going to think those about me. And they're going to stop wanting to be around me because of it. They're going to stop wanting to be in my space. They're not going to respect me. They're not going to think that I am as brilliant as I think I am sometimes, right? And I'm willing for that, to, for that to happen. Another thought that I had here was, even if every single person who follows me stops following me, I'm going to go out and find all new people. And I'm going to keep serving them with the brilliance that is my default now. Right? And when I look at this and I look at a circumstance like not releasing an episode for two or three weeks, and I look at all the thoughts and feelings I have that make it easy to not restart right to keep going in that space of the absence of the content and when I give myself that space and I'm like well what else do I believe about podcasting 
and I look at all these other thoughts, I have the, the foundation to keep going. Like these are the foundational thoughts that make it easier for me in that willingness to keep going. Not because my one focus is podcasting, but because my focus is on the business I'm building, the goals I have, and knowing that my podcast is just a decision I already made in a very simple like set of things that create the results that I want. So there's two things I want to touch on about this, right? Because we talked about this willingness to keep going. I've given you an example of this podcast. And I want to give you a few, um, they're not tips, but just points, right? About what is going to make it harder to keep going. You may have identified them already as I've like talked about this and shared my thoughts. But what's going to make it harder for you to keep going, right? To choose a direction you're pointing yourself in and keep going towards it no matter what, right? So this might be you and you're like, I want to have 15 one-on-one clients all at the same time. What is going to make it harder for you to keep going? It's going to be simple things like your judgment of yourself. Judging yourself, self-judgment of your progress, of yourself as a person, judging your results you have now, judging how you're doing it, judging even how you're feeling, right? Because when I'm hanging out in uncomfortable, urgent, and inadequate, I am not feeling great. And then we can add judgment onto that, like, oh yeah, I shouldn't feel that way, right? And now we've got that extra. But all that self-judgment, if you have a goal of having 15 one-on-one clients at a time and you have seven Notice that instead of wanting to look at it from the angle of, I have seven, whoa, (laughs) it's like the brain's inclination is to be like, yeah, but it's not what you want. It's not 15. Oh, you've had this for so long. And the brain's willingness to go and judge you is so quick and so harsh and so easy to hang out in long term. And that's what you have to catch. When I think about helping people build businesses with their mind and not just their hustle, not just this idea of like repetition, but of genuinely like how do we build it bigger and bigger without doing more and needing like this extra energy and time and and skill, we do it with our mind is because we take out things and we we take them out by seeing them, things like this self-judgment. What else is going to make it harder? For you to, we'll just stick with the example of signing those 15 one-on-one clients and having them all at the same time, it's going to be not hitting the goal by the time you want it to, right? It's going to be where you put in things in place that kind of drive you and, and, and give you focus and direction like a date. And then when that date comes or even gets close, the brain starts to freak out and think all these other thoughts, things like, You don't have enough time. You're failing. You should have used your time differently. You're never going to make it. What's the point? We should change the goal. Oh, it came and went. I couldn't do it. Right? What's going to make it harder is going to be that you set a date with that goal and you don't hit it. But it's not setting the date with the goal that made it harder. It's all the thoughts you believed about yourself, about your goal, and about your future. What else is going to make it harder? Your fear that you're not going to be successful long-term. When you choose something like 15 one-on-one clients at a time and you fear that you will never have them 
And there's just this part of you that's like, ah, probably can't do it. It's probably never going to happen for me. I don't know if it'll happen. I haven't been successful yet. I don't know if I'm cut out for it, right? That fear that it won't happen long-term, that is going to make it harder for you rather than just believing, yep, I'm going to figure it out. I think about that with a million dollar business. There are so many pieces of it that I have have like navigated in and out of. And it's like one of the things that I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt is that I will have a million dollar business. Heck, I actually believe I'm going to have a $10 million business. Now, do I have the belief that creates it in this moment? No. But what I have is this, I think of it as like holding something in your hand where you're like, yeah, that's possible. And it's possible for me. And I'm willing to keep holding it while I learn how to believe it at the level required to have it. I think about that same thing as so, so applicable to weight loss. I see so many people, I mean, even in my own family who want to, like they have this wanting of wanting to lose weight and yet they don't really do anything towards it long-term, right? Like they're not willing to keep going towards the result, no matter what they see and what results they create. And so I've seen people have this sense of like, well, I'll just always be bigger, or this is just the cards I've been dealt, or this is just how it is for me. And I think about with my own where it's like, I actually have these thoughts about weight loss, which are like, I'm never going to stop until I figure it out. Like I'm willing for this. I'm willing to build this habit slowly because I am always going to have this habit. Right. I'm thinking about it in terms of small habits that I am building to create the bigger result. So when you choose the basic pieces of your business and you're like, I'm going to post on social media or I'm going to learn ads. It's that same kind of thinking, which is I'm going to learn this skill set, this small habit, because it adds up to the result that I want in the future. But what's going to make it harder is when you are fearing that you won't be successful and that you will never have that result you want. You're just choosing to believe because it's in the future. And I always like thinking of this where it's like when you think about time and you think about being in this moment right now, it isn't more true that you won't have your result than it is that you like, right? Like they're equal. You have an equal chance in the future with like infinite amounts of time to create either result. And what most people do just on default, right? This is just the the habit of our brain and how our brain wants to stay the same. It doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to create a new result without effort and energy devoted to it. But what most people assume is that they're never going to create the result they want, but that they're just going to keep creating more of what they have. And if you stay on default, yeah, you will. But it's a choice to believe that I want this and I'm going to keep going towards it until I have it. I'm willing to keep going for it. Something else that's going to make it harder, right? And your willingness to keep going towards the result you want are long stops, So if we think about this in terms of food, because I think that's such a good example. So if someone's like, yeah, I know I want to lose weight, but they take off years in between their their efforts and their attempts, right? That's going to make it harder versus if they take off just a day or two or a week even. But even in terms of that, right, a week or a month actually makes it feel hard too. But if you're like, oh, okay, I was choosing not to eat gluten and then I forgot I didn't re-remember. <laughs> and so I had a pancake. And then you just re-decide, right? You make your stop shorter. And you're like, okay, it's lunchtime. I'll have this instead. There's definitely no gluten in it. Nailing it. And you give yourself that sense of winning all over again. But what is going to make it harder for you and that willingness to keep going are long stops. 
And so in your business, that long stop might be two or three weeks not doing a podcast or more. That long stop might be having never like, collecting mailing addresses and never emailing them. That long stop might be leaving social media, even though that's the only way that you get in front of new people. That long stop might be you turned off your ads and even though that's how you find people and you just haven't turned them back on. Whatever it is that for you when you decide the pieces of your business, long stops will make it harder. But it's not impossible. It just means it takes a little bit more effort to restart. And restarting is what it takes in order to keep going and that willingness to keep going until you have it. And then the last thing that's going to make it harder is not valuing the habits that keep you in flow. Not valuing the habits. So one of the things I teach in my program, The First Five, is that you are going to decide the very simple pieces of your business that help you grow it. You're going to decide how you market. You're going to decide how you nurture. You're going to decide what your sales process looks like. And then you're not going to change them when you don't get the result you want. Instead, you're going to build your skill. You're going to change you, not just skill, although sometimes it's going to be skill. Sometimes you're going to have to change how you're thinking about it. Sometimes you're going to have to change taking out some of the things that maybe weren't helpful. And you're always going to know what they were in the moment. But what is going to make it harder is not valuing the habits that keep you in flow. If And you're going to notice this. I think such a great example is um, when you have a morning routine, a morning routine helps you start your day and kind of like launch you into reminding your brain how you're doing it right? Your morning routine reminds you of like, oh, this is what I do because I want this. This is what I do because this is who I am, right? It creates a sense of thinking. It creates a sense of feeling. And then it like pushes you into your day. But when you interrupt that morning routine and you do a different routine, <laughs> I'm thinking of this routine's probably like staying in bed, not setting an alarm clock, not having anything that you really need to do, not making any decisions, like that is going to break up the flow of how you show up and create in, an, in, an, in any day. But when I talk about like what's going to make it harder is not valuing the habits. So often you guys get lost thinking that the habits are the creators of your results. But the habit of doing a webinar or of running ads or posting on social media or writing an email, those aren't the habits that create the results you want. Those are the habits, though, that create the mind and the commitment and the, like, like they build the business, but those habits aren't the thing, right? It's your mind that creates those results. It's your mind that can execute those and then adjust your mind, keep doing the exact same habits and create different results that exponentially get bigger. So now let's talk about what makes not quitting easier, right? So we just made a list of like, uh, if the objective is the willingness to keep going, we know what's going to make it harder. Now let's talk about what makes not quitting easier. I don't know that that even makes sense, but here's the very first one. Having, we talked about this begin at the beginning, but having very few things that you focus on actively. And so in your business, I don't recommend anybody thinking about their five-year goal and their money goal and their year-end goal and their monthly goal and this other thing and their client, right? Like, like that's a lot. That is not a fun way to do goals. So you just have like very, very few things that you're focused on. And that willingness to keep going towards them, 
I probably, I mean, I have two right now and I'm, I mean, I might've already said this, but it does feel like a challenge. It feels like a lot of effort to put to two different things. And I just decided why I was willing to do it. Why I was willing to maybe not even create results at the highest level in either of them, because I'm willing to do them both at the same time and create better results than if I wasn't actively doing both, right? I'm, I'm willing to compromise that. So how, what makes not quitting easier is having very few things that you put in that category of, I'm willing to keep going towards it no matter what. And sometimes people bring up things like, oh, well, I have family and I have a husband and I have the holidays. And um, I don't think about any of those things as being like a, like a, a focus, it's like, it's not that they're not a focus. It's that you can do them on autopilot. You can do them without a lot of energy and effort that you have to create on purpose. Whereas when you have this goal and this thing you're going towards that you're willing to keep going towards no matter what, like 15 one-on-one clients, that is going to take a lot of energy and effort to watch your brain and direct it and focus it and feel on purpose and show up and take the action. And that level of energy and action isn't what you need to show up to a family event or bring a dish. It isn't what it ne- you need to uh, make sure you and your kids get to ballet lessons, right? It isn't what you need to plan meals for the week for your family sometimes. Now you might, right? You might look at your life and you might say, actually, I have a ton of drama happening in all these other areas. Now you're either going to compartmentalize and you're going to put all that stuff to the side and say, and I don't think about it while I work, or you could go just clean it up, clean it up, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just do it. So what's going to make not quitting easier is having very few things that you're focused on actively. Something else that's going to make not quitting easier is deciding ahead of time the very simple ways that you build your business and mastering only those instead of changing them. So I mentioned this earlier, right? When I think about this podcast, I have very few things that I have decided I do to build my business. And a podcast is one of them. I just have very few things. So when you think about how do you market, which is how do you get in front of new people who don't know you yet? There's not that many ways. How are you going to do it? You just decide. But what you aren't going to do is decide, oh, well, you know what? Facebook isn't really working. Facebook just must not work. My people must not be on Facebook. I hate Facebook. I hate social media. Instead of that, right? You just decide, no, I already decided this. This is where my people are. I'm going to keep using it. I'm going to change me. I'm going to change my thoughts. I'm going to change my feelings so that I can maximize the thing I already decided. Because every minute you spend rechanging these decisions, is a minute, of course, these are never minutes, they're hours, days, weeks, but it is time you are wasting towards the results you could be creating. And so the more you build the habit of making a decision and holding it, even though, even when, man, I expect my brain to be like, yeah, I hate that idea. This is the worst idea ever. That is the worst decision. It's an awful decision. And I, <laughs> I hate that I ever made it. But you're building the habit of saying, I know, but I already decided. We're going to just do it. Come on, we're going to do it. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> right? You build that, that trust and that habit with yourself. Because how do you make not quitting easier is you decide the very simple pieces of your business. And then you just keep getting better and better at those better at managing your mind to do them and better at executing them to get the results that you want. What else makes not quitting easier? Remembering your commitment daily and feeling the feelings. Remembering, right? Where am I going? What is the thing I'm focused on? How do I think I'm going to feel when I get there? 
right? It's like when I think about that 15 clients, 15 one-on-one clients all at once, you just, you just remember that. Maybe you do it in a silly way where it's like you walk by the mirror and you're like, oh, ooh, that's the face of a, that's the face of a coach who's going to have 15 one-on-one clients soon. And you just like feel that little like giddiness. Or maybe you're driving in the car and you're like, huh, right now I can run to Trader Joe's really quick to pick up more, you know, I'm thinking about that butter stuff, <laughs> cookie butter. <laughs> oh man, I just made this up and now I'm going to want some. Um, right, you're going to be driving to Trader Joe's to buy more cookie butter. And suddenly you're going to think to yourself, oh, you know, soon I'm going to have 15 one-on-one clients and I'm still going to drive to Trader Joe's to get the cookie butter. But it's going to be so fun that I have to like fit it in between my clients. And you just start to think about those things in those little ways because those little tiny thoughts that seem insignificant are building your belief. They're building your brain's time it spends on it. And so you want to remember your commitment, the the place you are going daily and feel those feelings. One of the places you might do it is doing my daily work. If you haven't gone to my website and signed up for that, definitely do it. And the whole point of it is that every day you remember and feel the possibility of your goal, of where you are going, that you're willing to keep going towards no matter what. And then you practice thinking and feeling from the space where it's done and then you just clean up your mind a little. Another way that making that makes not quitting easier is being honest with yourself. One of my mentors, Corinne Crabtree, she um, helps people lose weight and she has a podcast. But one of the things she talks about is equal airtime. And this is one of the things I teach my clients as well. I teach them how to navigate their mind, to coach themselves, to honest, to be honest with themselves on paper. And that honesty with yourself looks like lying down the middle of the paper. And it's like, here are the things I'm thinking and feeling in this specific area that might not be helpful. And here are the things I can also believe and feel that aren't trying to be like opposite and super happy or whatever, but like a genuine, like, I believe both of these. I can feel both of these and that's okay. So what makes not quitting easier is being honest with yourself. And that might mean an honesty of like, oh, I feel guilty about this when I think this. And then having this conversation with yourself where it's like, I'm not guilty, right? I'm not guilty as a a verdict, but I feel the feeling of guilty when I think this thought. That conversation with yourself is actually going to break the cycle of that, the power of that emotion and help you teach your brain that it's not a problem that you feel these feelings. It's not a problem that you think these thoughts, but you will make not quitting easier by creating that separation and that honesty with yourself about your thoughts and feelings, no matter what they are. And then the last thing you can do to make not quitting easier is remembering why you want the result you're going towards. And that's again, right? Like that's why we don't have a bunch of them because we're not trying to remind ourselves of a bunch of stuff we're actively moving towards. But just remembering, why do I want this? And then checking the answer to that and seeing how it feels. Because there's a lot of answers when I answer myself where I'm like, ooh, nope, I still feel resistant. I still feel scarce. I still feel urgent. And it's like, right, we go back to that honesty. I'm like, ugh, that thought's not going to work. <laughs> so when I think about like what pretty much always works for me, why I want a result, it's when I remember that I love coaching. I like love coaching, man, 
I'm trying to think about any, anything I could compare it to, but there's nothing. I just believe in it so deeply. And I see the power in myself and I see the power in other people and I see how quickly change happens and I see how thorough it is and I see the level of excellence that the training I have and the practice and the experience brings and I really value it. And so when I think about like that being what I sell, I'm like, man, all day, every day, let's do it. And then the other thing I think about, right, when I'm thinking about why I want a result, what's going to keep driving me, so loving coaching drives me, but another thing that, that drives me is that I get a thrill. <laughs> I get a thrill. <laughs> it's a feeling in my body when I create results from my mind. When I create results that never existed for me, that never existed in this world in my life, it's like I get a thrill knowing that I created that with just my mind. Not to say I didn't take action. But it's like I used my mind towards and created something that never existed in my life. That thrills me. I get a hit off that. And I'm like, yeah, more of that, please. (laughs) So your willingness to keep going is going to be the only thing that makes the difference between you being the coach who signs 15 one-on-one clients at a time and you being the coach who never does. It's just the willingness to keep going, no matter what, no matter how long it takes, No matter how many thoughts your brain feeds you about why it's not possible, no matter how many times you set a date and you don't hit it, it doesn't matter. What matters is your willingness to keep going. Your willingness to think a thought as simple as, I know what I want and I'm willing to keep going towards it. Okay, that's this week's episode. I'll see you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.